You are listening to The Game Plan on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Here's your host, JT the Brick. Charlie Phillips is kind enough to join us, former Raider, uh, national champion, national champion from USC and a Super Bowl champ from the Raiders. Charlie, thanks for joining us. How are you? Thanks for coming on. Man, I'm doing great, man. I'm doing wonderful, man. How about everybody out there in, in the Raider Nation? Maybe Everyone's doing well, great. That's yes. That's beautiful. Everyone's doing great. You have a really unique story. You know, picking up your career and the quality of the team you played at at USC from high school in Pasadena. Let's talk about the early part of your journey and how you landed in USC as a Trojan and played on so many great teams. Well, I'll tell you how it happened. Really, truly, you know, I played on a, a, a CIF championship team, and my and we won the championship my junior year, and all the seniors from the team, you know, I had four guys off that team went to UCLA. So my senior year, everybody assumed I was going to just follow them and go to UCLA. But in the back of my mind, I always like to be my own individual person. I always wanted to, you know, to be a Trojan from the days of seeing O.J. Simpson and some of the, you know, big games that, you know, SC the fan beating Notre Dame or Sam Bam and all that stuff, you know. I always wanted to go to USC, so – like I said, I'm not a follower. I'm a leader, and I followed my path, and I'm so glad I did. God told me to go to SC, and that's where I went. Yeah, and you had an NCAA record 302 yards from interceptions in 1974. Someone with the Raiders classified you as a ball hawk. What was the in, what was the intention of you when you got on the field to intercept the football, to jump routes? to be able to run toe-for-toe and then not only catch it and intercept it, but take it back to the house. That was the strength of your ability in college. As well as uh, with the Raiders. I did it uh, a few times with the Raiders, and and even I I got a high school record, I got a college record, and I I was an inch from getting an NFL record. I had mostly intercepted two passes and ran it back, and then the third time I remember from Seattle, and that's the first time I ever remember missing you know, the ball was right through my hands, and I had nothing but open pads if I'd have caught it. We lost the game that, that day, but I could have uh, set a record if I'd have held on to the ball. But I had a knack, more or less, because, uh, you know, like I said, I was an opportunist, you know. Uh, and I used to like to – I thought it was fun since I wasn't an offensive player no more. I, I could always translate my defense into offense, and I had very a lot of luck running back. You know, interceptions. Yeah, and a great special teams player, too. Charlie Phillips is our guest. So tell me about how you got to the Raiders. 1975, a really good Raider team that had a lot of disappointing losses and should have won a Super Bowl. But then you come to the Raiders at the perfect time, a second-round pick, the 45th pick overall out of USC. Tell me about that first interaction with Al Davis. Well, I guess, you know, uh, I uh... – he used to come down. He came to our practice a couple of times, and coaches told me he was coming down and look at me. You know, obviously just to get him, because Al was hands on for his anything for his draft choice. But he came down. I remember him coming down to our couple of our practice while I was at USC, and the coaches informed me that he was down there looking at me, and you know, just at practice, you know. But but you know, I didn't really realize until you know draft day that I was going to be able to uh, be a be a, uh, a Raider. Because what happened, Al traded up. He traded up in order in order to, uh, you know, select me. Because, I mean, I think he traded up with Buffalo. Because I, I couldn't know how surely they want to go to Buffalo. But at that time, I just wanted to get in the NFL. So I'm so glad he did trade up to select me. 
and I was so happy, you know. So what was it like at those first practices, Soul Patrol uh, backing up Atkinson and Tatum, the Snake, Cliff Branch, Art Shell, Gene Upshaw, Fred Bolitnikoff. What was it like for you when you were when you came to those first practices and saw all those great teammates? Well, you know, I, I came. We played my first camp. I was my first week. We played the college all star game in Chicago. So, I we, the college all star played the uh, Super Bowl champs, which were the Steelers that year. So I missed the first two weeks of camp. And you know, when when I came to camp, obviously I was in awe. A lot of those guys, seeing them on TV. And, you know, knowing that it was all Hall of Famers or, you know, very, you know, just watching them on TV. But my first couple of practice, I kind of realized that, shoot, I can play with these guys. I mean, you know, hey, I had as much ability as they did, you know. And so my first couple of practices and the first couple of times I was on the field, man, I just let it, I just, you know, felt that I belong, you know. And they accepted me. A lot of the older guys really accepted me. I was, I was one of their, one of the guys in the, in the card games and everything, even though I was a rookie, you know, I was accepted from day one. First one that came up to me was Ken Stabler, man, after he had just got, you know, MVP and stuff in the league. And I was so, you know, I was really all of him because that was a man, mate. You know, yeah. he took care of me and Neil Cozy. We were both rookies at that time. And we came from that all-star game. And he was the first one to come up to us. And I was so happy. And Fabulous the call was very instrumental in, in helping me, too. You know, he was very, you know, and, and all – Jack Tatum, Skip Thomas, and Clarence Davis, all the SC players and and Ohio State players there, they, we all was like a family, you know, and really, uh, it, it was really cool. Allegiant is going the distance for health and safety on the ground and in the air because the further we go now, the safer it'll be to go farther tomorrow. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Low fares, nonstop flights, only at Allegiant.com. Charlie Phillips joins us, former safety of the Raiders, Super Bowl champ. So walk me through the Super Bowl and what that was like as you talked about being a L.A. guy and playing for USC, then being in the you know being in the Rose Bowl for that game and how you contributed on the Super Bowl run. What are your best memories from winning Super Bowl Eleven? Well, let me tell you this. I, you know, I'm from Pasadena. I played my high school championship games, at, you know, at the Rose Bowl. Also, you know, my college, we went to the Rose Bowl three years in a row, played Ohio State three years in a row. And then when the first time having a Super Bowl at the Rose Bowl and I was able to play in that, you know, it was very, very, very special, you know, being that I was from Pasadena and I played a lot of my ball, you know, my championship games in the Rose Bowl. And I'm telling you, I, I was, like I said, you know, it was, it was a big, big thrill, you know. My biggest thrill of the game, you know, like I said, we won and we did real well. And and unfortunately, I had an unfortunate moment that happened that, you know, basically, you know, I'm glad it, I'll, I'll share with you guys. You know, I was on the special teams and great guy had never got a kick block, you know, in his yeah. in NFL history. And, you know, I was very good at running down, and, you know, he was kicked the ball high, and I would run down, and, he, 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 like, he kicked it, so I would run down and catch it in the air. But this particular time, you know, we were down about the 10-yard line, and I forgot to – I kind of just hit my man, but, you know, I didn't hit him well enough. And I heard the crowd, you know, you know, booming and roaring and stuff, and I thought he, I was looking for the ball, and I, I thought that, uh, you know, he had got one of them booming kicks off, but I never could find the ball. Come to find out, he he got the, he got his uh he got the kick blocked. So I asked everybody walking on the field, what number was to block the kick? 
And then when he told me the guy's number, I said, oh, God, dang, I was supposed to block that guy, you know. So Ray wow. got teased me today. Here's when I see Ray say, yeah, Charlie, you were responsible for getting my first kickball. <laughs> but luckily, the defense picked, I mean, the offense picked us up. No, the defense picked us up, and we, we got to turn over the next, next the same series, so it didn't really affect the game. So I shouldn't want to go in history as being a, a, a guy who was not only responsible for Ray getting his kick, Mm-hmm. First time getting a kick block, but you know, being instrumental in in, 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 in the changing of the score. Yeah, the guy who bailed you out on that, Charlie, was Phil Villapiano with that great hit on the goal line that got the ball out. Raiders recovered, and the rest was history. That was Villapiano. Oh yeah, Phil. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I, I think Willie. I think Willie Hall recovered. So you know, yeah, definitely. Thank you, Phil. But I, I shouldn't <laughs> want to go in history as one of the men. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, that was great, Phil. Phil's a great guy. I love Phil. Hey, Charlie, what are you doing with yourself nowadays? We can't wait to see you in Vegas for a game. How are you and your family doing now? What's going on with your life? Well, I moved to Vegas. I'm living in Vegas now, and I still transition down back and forth from Southern California due to the pandemic. I come down here a lot of times. I'm in Southern California right now, and I, I, I come back back and forth, you know, but I just for basically trying to stay you know, healthy, and that's the most important thing. I'm 68 now, and I just really, really enjoy it. I'm working out and trying to maintain my health, you know, with this pandemic that went on and hopeful, you know, it's still out there, you know, but I mean, really, truly, it, 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 was, a, it, it was a big curse for everybody out there, you know, and so I'm just mm-hmm. maintaining, thank God, that it really didn't affect directly my family, you know, I had a couple of people in my family that caught it, but, you know, basically, they, they, they quarantined and they were able to kick it and there wasn't no fatality or anything like that, so I'm keeping busy, and I, I go down and work a lot of times, I still work with it. With a friend of mine, he he has a, a agency. I work around it with a lot of kids and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, in his agency. So I go down and sort of guys and work down there with him uh, every now and then. Okay. Well, Charlie, thanks for doing this. Once a Raider, always a Raider. We really appreciate you coming on. Thanks for doing this, and I hope to see you out here in Vegas soon. All right. Thank you. And, and let's go. Let's go. Let's get to the Super Bowl this year. Um, let's go to the Super Bowl. All right. Thank you. You got All it, Charlie. Right. Thank you. Advanced security from Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi protects your connected devices from online threats 24-7. But, hey, you're probably safe without it. Probably. Like how that free streaming website was probably not a scam. Someone's probably not stealing your bank info as we speak to buy a four-story Chalet Grand. Yeah, you're probably fine. Or you could know your network is covered with advanced security from Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Restrictions apply. Copyright 2020 Cox Communications, Inc. All rights reserved. They bring us this segment with Langston Walker, Oakland's own. Langston, good to talk to you again. I hope you're doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. You know, I want to get right into it. From Oakland, Bishop O'Dowd, your early career Walk me through it when you decided at a young age that you had a chance to play for such a great high school team and then the road to play in college. Um, so I, I actually originally started out, uh, I was playing baseball only. Um, <clears throat> so from Little League, from T-ball to you know Little League, uh, I was really just focused on baseball. Uh, once I got into uh, Bishop O'Dowd, uh, my first two years, uh, you know, I just played baseball as a freshman and, and a sophomore, um, caught the eye of, uh, of, of, um, of my coach, uh, Paul Perrinon. And uh, he said, he, he basically said at PE, he's, look, you're coming out for football this year. And I said, you know, okay. Uh, I was growing uh, at the time, so my, my coordination was a little off. Um, I had, uh, you know, hand-eye coordination, everything was just sort of thrown off. And um, came out for football and was actually pretty good at it. And uh, and here we are. 
um, you know, got got a scholarship to UC Berkeley, uh, right up the street, and um, and then was drafted by Oakland in uh, in, in two thousand two. The Berkeley years must have been amazing to play that close to home for such a great academic institution, beautiful stadium, close to the family and friends. What was that like where you were flourishing there? That must have been amazing. Uh, definitely, um, I, I, you know, it's it doesn't happen very often, uh, you know with uh, such a great uh, school right in, right in your backyard. Uh, so it was convenient. Uh, I was able to come home and uh, wash my clothes, you know, and uh, get a home-cooked meal, uh, you know, pretty much every week. Um, but, you know, just like you said, uh, great institution, um, learned a ton, met a lot of, uh, you know, great people who, uh, you know, continue to do, uh, you know, great things, and, uh, you know, very proud of it, very proud of my degree. You should be. It's a great school. Langston Walker, kind enough to join us. Let's jump into getting on Al Davis's radar and the draft process, 2002, second round, 53rd pick overall. And I remember that draft well as I was anchoring it, and to see where you came into this team at that point in time, high expectations, what was the pressure like early for you? It, it was interesting, I at least, uh, you know, pre-draft, um, had no idea that they were actually uh, interested in me. Um, you know, went through you know the combine, the draft process. Um, you know, had an uh, interview with a couple of couple of execs and coaches uh, at the combine, but um, you know, really didn't think anything of it. And then you know, just like you said, uh, 53rd pick, um, I get a phone call from from Mr. Davis, and uh, he says, "Hey, I'm I'm picking you next." Um, you know, was obviously super excited, uh, especially with the success, success that they had uh, the year before. Unfortunately, with the um, uh, Tuck Rule game, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they fell a little short. And um, you know, but but just like you said, there was a lot of pressure. Uh, a lot of people were coming back. Uh, I think it was a great opportunity for me um, because I was able to learn from uh, a, a lot of vets on that yeah. team. So, uh, in terms of of, of Performance pressure, uh, it, w- it wasn't a lot, but there was definitely, uh, you know, pressure to, um, you know, be able to hold the line, especially when, um, you know, somebody went out. Um, but I, I was able to learn, which I, I, I really appreciated and uh, and learned a ton from, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of the offense linemen and just players in general. I mean, we just, you know, you think about offense and defense, some of the names, Jerry Rice, yeah. Tim Brown, um, you know, Lincoln Kennedy, um, Rod Woodson, Charles Woodson. I mean, you know, there are just a, a lot of great guys on that team. Langston Walker's our guest. What, what was your biggest memory? Obviously, of the Super Bowl year, there were a lot of big games in Oakland. And again, for you, as we're talking about you growing up and playing in Oakland for high school and then in college, and then all of a sudden you're playing in the Coliseum in these massive games, championship game on the way road to the Super Bowl. What do you look back on on those memories? You know, every game I think was was a was a big game. Uh, you know, we we didn't always have the greatest seasons, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, the Raider Nation was definitely there so, to support us. Uh, you know, every step of the way. Um, in terms of big game, um, I would probably say the AFC Championship game to actually go to the Super Bowl. Uh, I remember it was it was pouring rain. Um, yeah. I want to say we were playing either the Jets or Kansas City and um it I mean, like I said it was just it was just perfect football weather uh if you can have perfect football weather uh it, you know it was raining um the, the crowd was out there um the cheerleaders were were out there you know cheering even though it was like I said it was it was monsoon um but it, it, it was uh, when I when I think of 
highlight games, uh, you know, at the Coliseum. That that's definitely one of them. Yeah, it's incredible to see the run at that time and how important those games were. And you know, Titans, Raiders, big games building up to what the Super Bowl run was about for you. Then afterwards, after the Super Bowl. I wouldn't say the wheels came off, but there was some tough seasons after that, and you were one of the starters and players on this team. There was a coaching transition from Gruden to Callahan after the tuck rule, as you're talking about. What do you think about that? Because the window closed, and a lot of fans thought that it was the right philosophy. Load up with some veterans, try to get to a Super Bowl. Al Davis was able to get to a Super Bowl, but then after that, it's tough to keep a team like that together, right? Certainly. Um, you know, I, I think we, we tried our best. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as you said, it, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a lot of great seasons after that. Um, you know, some things that are a lot, out of a lot of people's control, uh, you know, occurred. Um, but you know, again, you know, it, it's, it's sort of the ebb and flow that happens in, in every sport, you know, mm-hmm. you, you try to, to bring in, uh, you know, solid veterans as, as well as, uh, you know, develop, uh, you know, your younger talent and you just hope for the best. Um, you know, so that's, I think that's what occurred with us. And, you know, it was just unfortunate. It was some of those down years, uh, you know, that, that, um, that the fans had to go through that we had to go through. Um, but, but again, I, I think, uh, I, I really praise, you know, sort of the, the Raider nation that, mm-hmm. that they were always there, you know, they always showed up. Uh, it was always loud. Um, and, uh, I, I know they definitely had fun in, at the tailgate. Oh, that's for sure. No doubt. When you guys pulled in and you saw those crowds there and the barbecue smoke and the, the Coliseum parking lot packed, unbelievable. Langston Walker, as we wrap it up, what does it mean to you to be a Raider when you got that legacy brick and what this organization means to you? You know, I, um, I honestly teared up. I, I, I really did. I have to admit that. Um, I, it, it was unexpected. I, even talking to, uh, you know, to guys, uh, you know, that I played with, still friends with, um, I think we were all very surprised. Uh, we, we were surprised that that it happened, but but weren't surprised that um, you know the Davis family uh, did that because it, it is one of their mantras: once a Raider, always uh, always a Raider. Um, I, I still have to find where my brick is in the stadium, yep. um, but um, you know it. My brick sits uh, you know right here. Uh, you know, in my, my man cave and, um, you know, it's a very, uh, you know, it's displayed very prominently and very proud of it. You know, very proud of, of, um, of the contribution that I made to this team. Absolutely. You should be and well-respected. You have a lot of friends, the alumni organization here thinks the world to you. Langston, finally, what are you doing with your life now? What's new? Um, you know, I, I, I work, uh, have mm-hmm. a nine to five. I enjoy it. Good. I work for a bank and, um, you know, it's, um, you know, it, it's, it's different, uh, but, but at the same time, similar, uh, you know, you have, you have teammates, you have people you work with, um, you know, you collaborate on different things and you have a goal. Um, you know, so I, I think I bring uh, a lot of that, that competition element and, you know, that sporting element, uh, you know, into, into the workplace. Uh, and I don't talk about my prior employment too much. Uh, so it's always interesting when, uh, people sort of figure it out. Yeah. Um, you know, especially, uh, you know, people I've worked with for a couple years now. So That's great. Hey, we look forward to hosting you out here in Vegas and having you out here for games. So please look us up and we'll do this again. Appreciate you coming on. No problem. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to The Game Plan on the official Raiders Podcast Network.